What's up? What's up? What's up, bitches? How you doing? How's my bitches doing? It's Allie, the host of the Be That Bitch podcast, where I help you be that bitch, whatever that bitch is to you. You feel me? You feel me? Y'all, I am on a podcast recording freaking train. I am just hauling them out because it's almost summer break. And by the time this one posts, it will be summer break. And y'all know if you've got kids, you never know how summer break's going to go. And you never know if you're going to have the time to record something. So I was like, you know what? We're going to work smarter, not harder. And we're going to we're going to batch record something I hardly ever do because, you know, I like to just fly by the seat of my pants. But that is why I pulled y'all to let you help me decide which the next topics are going to be. And I'm just mulling them out here. So that is what we're going to do. So I don't really need to update you on my life since I'm recording this in the past. I don't know what's going to happen next week. I can almost guarantee that it's going to be a shit show because it's the first week of summer and I can almost guarantee you I'm going to be a little on edge because my kid's going to be wanting to be so far at my ass. They're not going to know what day it is, but we're just rolling with it. Um, I will still be reading the same trilogy that I'm reading so I can update you on what I'm reading. I am currently reading Rydell High um, trilogy, which is a three book part and it is, starts with Cruel Intentions. Then it is proceeded by twisted betrayal and then third is sweet retribution and it's all by uh something davis i can't remember her first name but so good if you liked vengeance is mine trilogy um which is the last one i talked about a while ago then you will love this one it is so good it is a bully romance novel um you know enemies to lovers and all that stuff arranged marriage it's just it's immaculate it's so good it's it's just so good so I highly highly recommend it um but yeah that's really all that's new right now I don't really have anything to update you on my life still half marathon training I'll still be doing that next week so that's a good assumption I know this is weird opening and y'all just gonna have to bear with me because I have never batched content so I don't really I don't really know how to open this thing like it feels awkward I usually open it with what's new in my life but since I just recorded last week's podcast five minutes ago nothing really new has happened in my life y'all do not listen don't even lie y'all don't listen to this podcast because it is a professional podcast you listen to this podcast because it is just as much of a hot mess as it is your life and we are just living in this hot mess right like my life is as much of a hot mess as your life is and you relish in the fact that you do not feel alone. Like, can I get an amen? Can I, amen. I will say amen even if you don't agree with me because I know it's true that we all thrive in knowing that everybody is a hot mess. Some people are just better at sh- freaking hiding it than I am. I will never hide the disaster that is Allie Griffith because she's impossible to hide. Um, but I want to talk about the plan being flexible because so many of you bitches decide to start like a health and fitness journey or a new journey in life and decide to go balls to the wall from day one. I had a whole podcast episode about taking it slow and steady. So if you are wanting to kind of really get my tips on going slow and steady, I would, I would advise you to go scroll down and listen to that. I don't have many episodes, so it's easy to find, but seriously, so many of us go balls to the wall and realize that that is not going to be conducive, that the plan is meant to be flexible, that y'all, 
The plan can change and the goal never has to change. I always tell my clients, the goal can stay the same and the plan changes. How many of us have overslept and have allowed that to derail our entire day and then we let our fucking just shit fly, right? Or how many of us have started Monday off and it be a fucking shit show and then we allow that to dictate our entire week. We allow one day to dictate seven days. Can we just all agree that that sounds completely ludicrous or we let a bad hour dictate how the rest of the 23 hours in that day are going to go? Like, can we agree that that is completely ludicrous and allow ourselves to know that the plan can change, but the goal never has to change, right? The goal stays the same, but the plan can change. So maybe your goal is I want to work out six days a week. Okay. And your plan is I'm going to wake up every morning, 6am and get that bitch done. Well, Tuesday morning you oversleep because you stayed up too late reading a romance novel and your ass is over here like, what the fuck? I can't ever do this. I'm not gonna be able to get my workout in. I might as well just quit. No, 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 no. No, you just changed the plan right? The goal does not have to change. The plan can change. So that is why I am truly, truly such an advocate for having a plan. Yes, but allowing yourself a plan B with three non-negotiables that you live by. So if nothing goes right, you get these three things done. You feel like you have achieved something. I tell my clients all the time. I'm like, okay, so this is your plan. That's great. I love your plan. I love how much you're wanting to achieve. Now, what happens when that plan changes? What is your bare bones minimum that if you get it done, you know, you're still moving the needle in the direction that needs to go and you can still feel successful even if you're not getting all this other shit done. And that's when you create your three non-negotiables. So like, for example, for me, if I like oversleep or the kids are insane or I don't get much done or something comes up, my three non-negotiables are drink a gallon of water, work out and get my PD done, my personal development done. Those are my non-negotiables. So like, sure, I would love to go on a walk or sure, I would love to be able to pick up my house or sure, I would love to be able to meal prep or whatever the case may be. And maybe that was on my goals. But now that life has thrown a wrench, which life's gonna do that because nothing goes as planned. What does it say? You make plans and God laughs in your face because that's how this goes, right? Nothing ever goes as planned. And so making sure that plan is flexible and you have that non-negotiable list to fall back on tell my clients all the time. I'm like, okay, put it in your phone, put your three non-negotiables in your phone because right now you might need them, not need them, right? Your life might be going as planned, but eventually your life won't be going as planned and you're going to need to pull that list out and be able to check those things off and feel like you're controlling something in your life that feels so out of control. Cause yes, we cannot always control the shit that happens to us, but we can always control the way we react to the shit that's happening to us. And the way we react will either propel us forward or send us years backwards. And only we get to decide in which route that we want to take. And so having this non-negotiable list and realizing that the plan can change and we can still be successful will give us a sense of power back. Y'all, it's about learning to refocus instead of retreat. How many of us have had life throw us a wrench, right? Maybe, oh my God, there's a fucking bug. I don't really know where that just left off, but there was a huge ass bug on my computer screen and it just like fucking threw me for a loop. But anyways, how many of us have let one little thing completely derail us for months and months and months? Maybe it's like, oh, you know, work is so crazy right now and I can't do this because this was my plan and I can't fit six workouts in right now and all that case. And we allow ourselves to go months without doing something just to realizing that something is better than nothing. And when we have this big audacious plan and we allow ourselves to just not do absolutely anything, we retreat 
right? We retreat because it seems easier than refocusing and readjusting the plan. We are like, oh, it might, must just not meant to be. And we let our bitch thoughts overtake us, right? Like, oh, maybe I'll do things whenever it's a little slower or wait till summertime or, you know, I can't do this right now. So I'm going to, I'm going to wait till next week. No, fuck that. Fuck that y'all. Instead of retreating all the way, why don't we just try to refocus and say, okay, so right now I can't do this. It's physically impossible. So what can I do? All right. So six workouts right now, mm, that shit's not happening, but I can do four. I can do four through my 10 hour nurse shifts or 12 hour nurse shifts or whatever your schedule is that you're thinking you can't do anything, but then you realize that you actually can y'all. What do I always say? The more that we focus on the things that we can't do, the more that we're going to allow ourselves to believe that we can't do anything. But if we start looking for solutions versus excuses, we start realizing that we actually can do a lot more than we believe that is possible for us. And so then, then we feel like we have so much more control and that is what we all really crave in life is control. And so realizing that you are fully in control of the plan, that you can adjust it when need be, that you can choose when you refocus, that you can choose how you react to these things. It allows us to believe that we do still have a sense of control over our life and over our dreams and our goals and and everything that we want to achieve. So yeah, it can be really easy to retreat. It can be really easy to let a bad day turn into a bad week, turn into a bad month, which then can turn into a bad year until you blink and you're three years later, 30 pounds heavier, wondering what the fuck happened. When you know what happened, you happened. You believe the lies that you told yourself and you stopped freaking just arguing those lies. And if you're wondering what I'm talking about, go watch last week's episode or listen to last week's episode where I talk about the lies that we tell ourselves. When we realize that we have retreated and it's too late, the only person that we have to blame is ourselves, And so we can choose to refocus or retreat. We can choose, okay, so right now life is throwing me fucking lemons and I can either make lemonade or I can choose to suck those lemons dry and have a sour taste in my mouth. Now, how do you do that, right? So maybe your plan is that you're working out six days a week. You change that to four. Maybe your plan is you wake up at 6 a.m. every day and right now your baby's not sleeping. So you choose to refocus and you're like, okay, I'm going to choose nap time instead of early mornings to do my workouts. Maybe your plan is to eat healthy and now you're so fucking short on time that you have no time to meal prep. Well, maybe the plan can change and you say, okay, I'm going to order healthier meals or I'm going to look healthier options and drive throughs Y'all, we always have an option. And the sooner that we learn to refocus and ask ourselves, what can I change to actually make my goal still happen, even though what I originally planned is not possible right now, we see so many realms of opportunities, opportunities to show ourselves exactly what we can do, opportunities to make our goals a reality, even if it doesn't go exactly the way that we planned, y'all. You have control over that. You have control over if you're going to refocus or retreat, if you're going to adjust the plan or if you're going to fold like a deck of cards and only you can decide that. I'll use an example, right? So I recently had an Achilles injury. I was training for a marathon. I had an Achilles injury. Um, I overextended it. It hurt like a motherfucker. And my plan was to run X amount of miles that week and yada, yada, yada. So I, I physically could not do that. Like I just could not do it or I would have totally ruptured my Achilles. And so asking myself, yes, the plan was to run these many miles. The plan was to do this. I can't physically do that. So I'm not changing my 
my goal because my goal is still the same. I'm still going to run a marathon, but what can I change my plan to to still allow myself movement? Because y'all, at the end of the day, we have to ask ourselves, right? We listening to our body or giving ourselves an out. That is the biggest thing I ever hear from people is like, well, I'm just listening to my body and I'm resting or I'm listening to my body and I'm taking a few days off or I'm listening to my body and I'm, you know, just shutting down for a little bit. No, fuck that. Are you listening to your body? Or are you giving yourself an out? Because I promise you more times than not, we're giving ourselves an out. Listening to my body was instead of running, I chose to do my bike. I chose to do work. stretches. I still chose to move. Giving myself an out would have been just sitting on my ass, throwing myself a pity party of one, blaming everything in their mama and saying, I can't do this. That is the difference. So asking yourself, are you listening to your body? Are you giving yourself an out? Are you listening to your body and you truly can't do anything right now? Or are you giving yourself an out because you're exhausted and you really just don't feel like doing it and giving yourself an out seems easier than actually listening to your body or maybe giving yourself an out, right? Like maybe your plan was to wake up at 6 a.m. and you're like, "Mm, it's just not possible right now. Like the baby's not sleeping or I'm just too tired in the morning or all these things. Are you giving yourself an out? Are you living by excuses or does the plan actually need to change? I promise you nine times out of 10, you're going to realize that maybe you showing yourself quote unquote grace is actually giving yourself an out is actually trying to allow yourself to be okay with not living up to your fullest potential. And the plan might not need to change. Your mindset might need to change because you are standing in your way and it's not the plan that is wrong. It's your mindset that is wrong, which can change in an instant if you decide to let it change. Y'all, we've got to stop giving ourselves out. We've got to stop allowing ourselves to live by these things that we're telling ourselves. It's not going to be conducive to anything. And at the end of the day, it's just going to have us doing this freaking just on again, off again, starting, stopping all this shit that we don't want to do anymore. And so asking yourself, am I showing myself grace and being flexible or am I giving myself an out because I really just don't want to do it? And it's fine if you really just don't want to do it and you're giving yourself an out, but at least be real with yourself and stop acting like you don't have an option when you know you do. I am a complete control freak. Like I am a control freak two and two. And so something that really helps me is how can I control the controllables? So when life feels like it's out of, out of fucking insane, out of my reach, I can't control anything. And I feel like my goals are slipping from my fingertips. I ask, okay, so right now there's a bunch of shit in my life that I cannot control, but what can I control? And nine times out of 10, I can always control the things that I do meaning my workout and my water and all of these things. And those are what's going to help me get to my goal. So yeah, maybe I can't control if my kid's sleeping and maybe I can't control if my husband's being an asshole and maybe I can't control, you know, if work's being insane or if I'm having a slight mental breakdown. But what I can control is how I react to those things and taking care of myself is something I can always control and so can you. Because you're worth it, y'all. That goal that you have in your mind, if it's important to you, you will find a way. How many of us have had something and had our heart so set on something? Maybe it's a goal, right? Maybe your goal was to buy the new iPhone or your goal was to get this promotion at work or whatever the case may be. And no matter what came in your way, you just went with it because you had a goal in mind that was so 
fucking important that no matter what happened, you were going to achieve that. How many of us? Maybe it was a promotion, right? Let's use the promotion as an example. And then you had this really awful coworker who's trying to take the promotion and you decided to work harder and, and then you stayed later and, and then you smoothed your boss, all these different steps that you took that might not have been part of your control, but you had that one track mind of you wanting that promotion, right? Maybe your big audacious goal is to land the man of your dream and you went on bad date after bad date after bad date. No matter how many bad dates you had, your goal never changed of, oh, I want to still meet the man of my dreams. No matter how many awful Tinder dates, no matter how many people ghosted you, you just kept fighting till eventually you met the man of your dreams and you got married. Why do we not look at our goals, our health and fitness goals with that same tenacity, with that same, I don't care what comes in my way. I will keep readjusting. I will keep getting back up and fighting because that goal is that important to us. Is it maybe because the goal is not that important to us? Is it maybe because it's really actually doesn't matter? Maybe the goal to lose a hundred pounds isn't as important to you as that instant gratification of drinking an entire bottle of wine. Have we ever thought about that? Why do we show up with such tenacity for things that are truly important to us, but we don't show up with that same tenacity for our own goals in health and fitness? Maybe because it's not as important to us. And maybe that's the only thing you can answer. And the only thing you can decide is if it's important enough for you to be flexible and changing the plan. Because here's the reality of things, y'all. Life's never going to go as planned. Things are always going to come up. It's going to be hard. You're going to have shit that stands in your way. That is life. Anything ever worth having, any goal we've ever really pushed for, we have always had something stand in our way at some point or another that we had to jump over that hurdle. Think about the goal of learning to walk. And every single time we fell down, that was a hurdle. And we had to get ourselves back up, dust ourselves off, and try again. Anything ever worth having has never came easy for us. And so why do we feel like the first little thing that doesn't go as planned, we should just give up when it comes to our health and fitness because we're deeming as an optional and y'all your health is not optional. Your life, those goals that you deem important should not be seen as optional. They should be seen as mandatory. They should be seen as I don't give a fuck what happens. I'm achieving them. So anytime that the plan falls through, instead of throwing a pity party saying, oh, it must not meant to be and going on the defense, we go on the offense and say, okay, so how can I redirect, right? How can I refocus and redirect instead of retreat? And we change the plan and the goal can still seem the same. And we still at the end of the day will achieve the things we want to achieve. Y'all, you got to remember that done is better than perfect. Why instead of focusing on changing 95% of what we do, which will only result in being followed probably 5% of the time, why don't we start focusing on changing 5% of what we do every single week that can be done 95% of the time? Y'all, at the end of the day, if we just change our mindset around everything having to be perfect, we can realize that done will get us so much further than waiting on perfect. How many times have we waited on the perfect time to lose weight or the perfect time to start a fitness journey or the perfect time to quit our job or the perfect time to have babies or the perfect time? We are going to literally be waiting for our entire life for the perfect time because there is no such thing. Life will always be imperfect. So instead of waiting on perfection, why don't we just start waiting on done? 
We can just get it done and stop waiting. That is the biggest thing that ever completely changed my life is I stopped trying to change everything at once, which I realized only resulted in me doing it a very small fraction of the time. And I started making baby steps and I started being flexible so I could do it the majority of the time. Because y'all remember, I say it all the time. It's not what we do in extremes that gets us the results. It's what we do consistently that gets us the results. And consistently, we can maybe do 5% for 90% of the time, which will get us further than doing 95% of the things that we want 5% of the time. So really just changing our perspective on all these things can really truly just lead us into a life of transformation. And that is where we want to go, y'all. That is what we want to achieve. So right now I want you to think, what is your plan, right? What is the goal and what is the plan you have in place? And do you have a plan B? Do you have another alternative option for if this plan does not go as planned? Is the goal important enough to you to readjust the plan and to keep fighting no matter what happens? And if the answer is no, then maybe your goal needs to be changed because you have to have that kind of conviction in your goal. Whenever I set forth my goal to achieve 75 hard and I knew exactly why I was going to do it, anytime life threw fucking lemons at me, I dodged them and I was like, okay, so here, we're going to change this. We're going to redirect. We're going to move here. We're going to change this because I was so steadfast in my goal and I believe so wholeheartedly of why I was doing this that quitting was not an option. Failure was not an option. You've got to take the option of quitting off the table. And if your goal is important enough, then you will be flexible in that plan or you will fail. You've got to realize that. You've got to realize that you have to be flexible, that you can take a little longer to achieve that goal. But quitting is only going to never get you there. I'd rather it take me twice as long to achieve my goal than never to achieve it at all. And that is the kind of mindset we have to have going forward. Okay, y'all? So I hope this helps. I really, truly do. I want you to do this exercise. I want you to write down your goal and really ask yourself, why do I want this? Is it important to me? And if the answer is yes, then I want you to under that go, what is my plan to achieve this? How am I going to achieve this? And here's your plan, right? Maybe wake up at 6 a.m. Maybe it's, you know, I'm going to meal prep, do these things, whatever. And then I want you to write a plan B for when plan A fails. And then maybe write a plan C and then have those plans, but then also write non-negotiables that if everything goes jack shit, these are the things I'm going to achieve. And so then you will have your non-negotiables. And what I want you to do is I want you to share this podcast episode and I want you to write down your three non-negotiables and share it on your Instagram stories and tag me. So you can put into the world, these are my non-negotiables to help me get to my goal. These are the three things I'm going to do no matter what to help me get to my goal. Maybe it's drink a gallon of water. Maybe it's, you know, read my personal development. Maybe it's tell my husband I love him. Maybe it's, you know, I don't know, read this or that. I don't know what it is. Your non-negotiables are yours and they only have to make sense to you, but share them in your Instagram stories and tag me so I can see them. And if you found this podcast episode helpful, 
please do me a favor, scroll down, click the five stars and leave a rating and review. It truly does help the podcast grow. If you ever need anything, help, advice, want to share something, you can always email me at be that be pod at gmail.com. I am always here for y'all. I truly do appreciate every single one of y'all that listen. The podcast is growing only because of y'all. I don't put any money in advertising. I don't have any people that do commercials, anything like that. This is just a word by the mouth podcast and it truly is growing because y'all are finding it helpful and that is just more validation that I'm helping and that's all that I need and 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 what and and all that stuff. So anyways, I mumbled enough. I'm gonna let y'all go like I always let y'all go in a world full of bitches. Be that bitch, whatever that bitch is to y'all. I love you, I mean it, and I'll see y'all next Wednesday.